Welcome to Fearless Conversations, a podcast for professional working moms who want to feel more confident, have more impact, and stop second-guessing themselves. I'm your host, former Big Four, certified mindset coach, and mom, Anya Morgan. Listen in to learn how to feel more self-assured, how to own the value you bring in your role, and how to deal with challenging situations easily and drama-free. If you're a mum in professional services who wants to feel better and get more done, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk about the propensity most of us have to leave things to the last minute and the reason why I want to talk about this is that if you're listening to this podcast because you want to feel more confident, you want to feel more capable, you want to feel like you have a good grip on what you have going on, something I would really encourage you to think about doing is not leaving things to the last minute. I think if confidence is a feeling that we have everything in our grip, that we have things under control, that we're capable of managing what's on our plate, then I think a major confidence killer is the habit, you could even call it a culture, it's so prevalent, to leave things to the last minute. And I want today to lay out why it is I think we do leave things to the last minute and what I think what I want to give you is a reframe to give you to think about in order to stop leaving things to the last minute. And the reason I was thinking about this was just yesterday, I caught this thought that I had. So I told you in the very first podcast, one of the major like epiphanies that I had whenever I came into coaching was realizing that we are, most of us, incredibly cavalier with how we use our time. For people who are very time pressed, that time is this asset that we're wanting to safeguard that we can't make more of, but we are very, very cavalier with how we use our time. And I learned very early on, yes, I do leave things to the last minute and it's not serving me. So in general, I would say these days I don't leave very much the last minute, but I sometimes still do leave things to the last minute. I mean, I don't think we're ever fully recovered. But just yesterday, my husband was making breakfast and I had this thought, which I think is like good cop me. So we have a 10th birthday we're celebrating in this house this week, which I think is a very big deal, double digits. But I had this thought, Anya, just go in there and get the birthday presents and wrap them up while he's making the breakfast. Like, just get that task off your list because I know the day before the birthday is going to be very full and just to have one more thing done. And I had this like counter thought, which was, yeah, but the birthday's not to Wednesday. And that was like my old conditioning sort of saying, yeah, but the presents don't need to be wrapped until Tuesday night. So why would you choose to wrap them on a Sunday? And the reason I would choose to wrap them on Sunday is because on Tuesday night, there's not going to be time to wrap the presents either, really. I mean, there's never really going to be a chunk of time which opens up where I'm sitting like twiddling my thumbs going, oh, great. Yeah, I have something to do. I'll wrap the presents. So that's just a small example of I want to tell you how like we have these thoughts I've told you before about like subconscious conscious thinking my subconscious thought is still if it doesn't need to be done until Tuesday night why would you do it before Tuesday night even though 
there's so much peace, so much freedom, so much more ease in having things taken care of before time. So I do think we have this very prevalent Sorry, just to conclude, I did wrap the presents yesterday. So I did follow through with what I know to be better for me, better for how I set up my life. So I do think this idea that we leave things to the last minute, so be it decision making, be it packing for our holidays, be it wrapping the birthday presents, doing the shopping for something, that's not even to mention everything we do in a work context. I think our very much practiced and conditioned way of working is back things out to when they really need to happen. And often when I'm talking to people about this, like they will argue hard for the fact that we just work better when we're under pressure. We just work better when we when we know we have to do it, when we know the decision now has to be made, when we know we have to tell that school we're taking that place, when we know the client is waiting for this because we said five o'clock on Thursday afternoon. And our brain anchors towards that time or that date or that commitment or that deadline that somebody else has imposed and then backloads the work to them. Just like me with the birthday presents thinking for a second, Tuesday night would be better. And I think in order to like really think about this, first of all, I would really urge you to think about what the consequences are of leaving things to the last minute. Because what you're going to tell me, I'm sure, is, yeah, Anya, but I I just don't do things until they need to be done. And I'm actually really good at doing things then. So it must be that I work really well under pressure. And I want you to see, okay, you might be working under pressure, But what else is happening when you are working under pressure? So what happens on Thursday lunchtime whenever you are now, you've pushed back the deadline, you've pushed back that deliverable to Thursday afternoon that had to go to the client by five on Thursday because your brain is denoted five o'clock Friday. So there's no sending an email at 10 o'clock on Thursday, sorry, five o'clock on Thursday. There's no email in early in the day. So what's going to happen is if you have a lunch appointment for Thursday, that's going to get cancelled. If you have a feedback session with somebody in your team, that's likely to be deprioritized and cancelled too. I want you to think about the consequences of leaving your work to the last minute, albeit that you might be good at getting it done when it needs to be done. There are also consequences to the other decisions you make and how you work when we leave things to the last minute. And what I want to offer you is that despite this habitual, I mean, we've all been doing it since school, you know, cramming for tests, finishing off projects, despite this very conditioned, I work well under pressure, I don't think that most of us do work very well under pressure. I think the only thing that's true about that sentence is we do deliver results when we send the signal to our brain that it's time to execute. So all that's happening is when you leave something to the last minute until you're under pressure, which means like I have to do it now, you send a clear, non-negotiable, no messing about signal to your brain. Now we're going to do it. 
it's kind of like with the children sometimes this happens too like you know oh Emma, please can I have 15 more minutes screen time oh okay go on 15 minutes and then oh, 15 minutes oh, go on like the doors open shenanigans are happening that may be what's happening with you before the event like you may have like for your Thursday five o'clock deadline you might have a window open up on Wednesday afternoon or even have like half of an hour between meetings where you have like this sense of I could actually make inroads in that but there's an opening in your brain for shenanigans to start playing well oh, I don't know have you really read through it have you really thought about it maybe you just want to check with so-and-so and before you know it the half hour sunk you haven't made inroads so now it, it is really pushed back the Thursday midday and I think that's kind of like you know as opposed to no no more extra time no more screen time no more 15 minutes you had your hour it's up no when we send a decision like a very convinced message like that to our children they also respond in a different way because they're feeding off our energy about it and we likewise are sending ourselves signals like that so have I committed to doing this now? Am I telling myself to do it now? Or am I leaving room for negotiation around the edges? So if it's the case that you work better simply when you tell yourself to do something as opposed to with pressure, it's, it's just that with pressure, you tell yourself very clearly that you have to do something. I want to invite you to this week disrupt this trend so do something that you wouldn't normally do with respect to the time that it needs to be done it could be anything it could be a really small thing like or it could be a big thing so if, if you have a deadline for 35 o'clock that you're thinking about right now you could just say do you know what Tuesday morning I'm clearing the decks this is getting done and I'm going to watch myself go through Thursday like a normal person who doesn't cancel things and move things around and cobble things together in, or, in order to make that deadline, which is what most people do. So you can do that or you can even take like just a smaller thing, like even if it's, you know, as small as normally I throw everything into my bag when I'm about to walk out the door. And I know that always delays me two and a half minutes. That's exactly the two and a half minutes that I get into the car later and I'm a bit frazzled. I'm just going to go downstairs the night and check that bag and everything's going to be in that bag before I leave in the morning. It could be something as small as that. It could be, if you're thinking about, if you have a holiday coming up soon, thinking about when am I going to start packing for that holiday? If you have feedback that has to be given to people in your team and the system has denoted a date for it, for way, way, way make it earlier. And notice how you feel about yourself as a result of doing that. Because I think you're going to feel a tangible difference. I've got this. I'm capable. I know what I'm doing. It starts with really small things. So that's the takeaway for this week. It's how do you disrupt your normal way of doing things, or all, all of our normal way of doing things, which is to leave things until the very last minute. How could you disrupt that once, twice, maybe even three times this week? I would love to hear about it if you do it and wishing you a great start to the week. Speak to you soon. Thank 
Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, I want to invite you to click subscribe so that you hear any future episodes of this podcast as they drop. Also, if you heard me say something today that you think would help another woman that you know, then please be sure to share that podcast with her and I'm sure she will be so thankful. Speak soon.